BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows firsthand how VR training platforms like ForgeFX can help meet the demand for skilled workers. Anywhere you go look, there's going to be a shortage of welders. VR training can help welding students learn the skills they need to begin and advance in their career. The beauty of virtual reality is it simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Explore more stories like Alex's at meta.com slash metaverse impact. The following podcast is a Dear Media production. Hey guys, welcome back to the I Love You So Much podcast with me, Kenzie Elizabeth. And today, actually, we have a fun returning guest, TK, otherwise known as TK's Juicy Pod, otherwise known as Taylor King, otherwise known as TK's Juicy Polls. Anyways, we're going to do a fun little solo intro, obviously, as we always do, and we will be getting into the episode shortly. For some reason, I am out of breath. I worked out two hours ago. I'm confused as to how I have since showered, gotten fully ready, worked in my office, taken a phone call, and I'm still somehow out of breath. Can someone please explain this to me? Anyways, I'm so glad you guys are here. Really, really... I, I was going to say really miss you guys. I mean, I feel like I'm talking to you guys more than ever. Honestly, I've been in the Facebook group. I've been all over socials, all over YouTube. You know, I just... I'm so stuck in my house at this point. Um, but anyways, what I've been up to for the past week. So I've discussed this. We've touched on this a little bit, but I've really been on like some sort of housewife vibe. All I do is tan, read, cook, clean, organize, all that stuff, you know, outside of working um, and taking all my classes. For some reason, I like to pretend that I'm just not still a full-time college student. You know, I just, you know, it's tragic. Five more classes, people, then we're done. But um, yeah, summer classes have started. So that's what I've been doing. Um, you guys have heard me talk about the rooftop in every single episode, probably for the past six weeks. So I'm so sorry, but it has really come along. I was in the pool all this weekend. Oh my gosh, wait, guys. I'm going to post this to Instagram on the I Love You So Much podcast Instagram because you guys are going to make so much fun of me. So my pool upstairs is so freaking cute. It's a mini dip pool. So it's basically like an adult kiddie pool, like probably three or four honestly adults like grown adults can fit in this pool comfortably it's really my greatest purchase I think it was under like $50 so it was a really great buy especially for quarantine especially living in Dallas just because it gets really hot here and my rooftop is all white so it just attracts you know heat and it's just so freaking hot so Anyways, I obviously have to, you know, refill the pool, like drain it, all that stuff. But I was just thinking, you know, just to maximize the time that I can keep the water in there, I was just going to get a pool nut to clean out like the bugs or whatever goes in there. So I go to Amazon, you know, just doing my thing. And I order uh, like a what I think is going to be a pool nut as what I thought it was advertised to me as, right? Like a full on pool nut. Do I think this is extremely extra for my kiddie pool? Yes, I understand. But like, I've never been want to care about that you know so I order this nut I open it last night guys it's literally like a fish tank net like not even a fish tank like a fish bowl guys so I'm gonna be upstairs picture me guys in my swimsuit cleaning my pool with my literal 
fish bowl net. So for a visual, I'll put it in the Facebook group and on the I Love You So Much podcast Instagram, which has really been popping off. If I do say so myself, guys, I will you know credit or credits do i've really been working on it this quarantine and i'm very proud of where we've gotten with that so you guys need to be following it anyways um with that being said yes back to my housewife stuff um i feel like i found my alternate calling i think i'm a bread winning housewife i think that's just kind of where it has to be i've become so like into everything domestic it's so weird this has been a very gradual process like two years ago i hated cooking and all of this stuff and now it's like my pride and joy literally the other night i was cooking for two hours in the kitchen and i listened to an hour and a half book club podcast and i was like this is thriving i've never felt more myself like honestly this is 40 but i just felt so good like that's just that's my vibe so we're gonna go into things i've been loving so much um a few things i picked up an ugg robe from nordstrom rack i am the biggest advocate for nordstrom rack i always find the best stuff you know i've shared this so many times but barefoot trains blankets are only 50 dollars on there it'll literally change your life i got this ugg robe i feel so great and fancy and sophisticated and like I've always been a robe person and I don't know. This is just my new fave. So that's been something. I finally got a blender for this house because I have one obviously in LA and I didn't have one here and they're sold out on Amazon for like months at a time. So I found the one I wanted on Overstock actually. So that's here. I made my green smoothie. That was incredible. I have been making, well, okay. I don't want to say I have been making, but I have been purchasing cold brew and then pouring ice cold brew and my choice of dairy-free milk in my large mason jar with my metal straw and this has really changed the game I feel like it feels like summer because I'm doing this even though I've never done this before but something about switching to iced coffee and it just oh my gosh specifically chameleon cold brew that is my favorite I get the big jug of I don't even know what it is it's the green one there's like a green and a blue I get the green one and let me just tell you it is the best I've tried the Starbucks I've tried all of that and it's just too sugary for me I think chameleon is really where it's at and also it literally makes me feel like I'm gonna run for president I get so much done I will drink a cold brew a chameleon cold brew specifically and I will get like four hours of work done in 30 minutes literally like I just I'm really on one so it's just really great for maximizing my time to then free up more time for me to read you know because that's what we're all about not gonna lie today I woke up I really um my kindle is actually supposed to arrive within the next 10 minutes which i'm really excited for and i got everything done so by the time my kindle gets here hopefully i can just you know hang out with my kindle because i've been over the moon excited i did finally order a kindle oasis and it is coming today so updates in the next vlog i am unbelievably excited okay a few more things i've been loving the amazon like i have oh my gosh okay a few more things i've been loving i got these sunglasses you guys have probably seen them on my instagram they are literally from amazon for 12 dollars. i couldn't believe it they are i think they're celine lookalikes i don't even know but i'm i can't bring myself to buy designer sunglasses because i just break them i throw them in my purse i don't take care of them so i'm a really big fan of inexpensive sunglasses and these are so good and they're literally $12 so those will be in our email newsletter if you guys haven't joined you guys need to join also 
you guys know how much I love Linen Stella. I have loved Linen Stella. I have loved Linen Stella since her days on YouTube with Macy with the cup song, all of that stuff. Um, you guys know I love Nashville and now her new album. Oh my gosh. She is by far my favorite artist. It's literally like Lynn and Stella and Casey Musgraves. Like that is the category I'm going to put her in because that is how much I love her and I love her music. So if you guys haven't listened, go listen. I also want to quickly just say that I love the Redheads Book Club. Granted, I've only listened to one episode because I listened to it just because it was on Before We Were Strangers, my current, like one of my favorite books. And so I listened and I just like fell in love with it. And yeah. So, and then I started reading another book, not even knowing it it was their next book club book. I didn't like it, but that's inside the point. Um, so now I'm really into the Redheads book club and I just love book club podcasts. I feel like it's such a fun thing. Like I've never really listened to the morning toast or anything like that. Like it's not really like super, super my vibe, but actually I think I love them now. And the Redhead book club is like changing my life. So that's beside the point. Okay. So I actually just finished normal people by Sally Rooney. This book was amazing. Maddie from okay. Sis told me that I need to read it when we were doing an IG live the other day and I read it. It was incredible. I read in five years. I actually didn't like it. It ruined my streak of bangers only in quarantine guys. I'm on book 21 of quarantine like that is how much i'm reading i actually am going back to my thrillers now i just picked up another one i've been reading either a book a day a book every two days at the very very most every three days and that's only if i don't like the book which has only happened within five years so today's episode is with tk so many of you guys have been saying you're really just wanting to listen to more entertaining laid back like friends type episodes because i think right now it's just a weird time to listen to like how I built this company, how I did this, how I did that. And like adding a lot of like quote unquote informational, like value type stuff. I know for me personally, I'm not listening to any of those. I'm only listening to podcasts of like my friends or just more chill stuff. You guys know I've been listening to book club podcasts. That's where we're at right now. So I wanted to record with Taylor. We do a podcast swap. So there's one on hers as well. If you guys have never listened to this podcast, oh my gosh, stick around, join the Facebook group, subscribe, leave a nice rating. I would love that. But we cover everything from corn flings that's new we cover so much everything from corn flings 307s um we talk anxiety tiktok we cover it all we also give you guys um in the last half of the episode like a nice little pep talk i know so many of us are just so confused with what's going on with life right now like what our future looks like what job what are we gonna do what does this look like you know there's so many questions and i think we just kind of talk about that and we give you guys a nice pep talk taylor is the best at giving pep talk so that's why i wanted to do that with her so anyways i hope you guys enjoyed this episode um if you guys haven't already join the facebook group follow us on instagram and check out tk's podcast but love you guys so much and let's get into the episode all right guys really quickly i wanted to take a break to talk to you guys about Causebox. i am absolutely in love with my new favorite subscription box i've talked about them before in the podcast but i just am obsessed so if you guys haven't heard about Causebox by now it is a quarterly subscription box curated by women for women that is filled with all sorts of amazing products and brands that have a positive mission to give back and make the world better. So the last four boxes actually sold out within days, which I can believe because you get over $250 worth of product for less than $50. That is crazy. Every cause box is limited edition. And the best part is that they come with six to eight 
full-size products. You get everything from skincare and jewelry to homewares and accessories. So everything that I love, but also it's so rare that you get actual full-size products in subscription boxes, which is why Cosbox is by far my favorite. They're not just sending you random stuff. They send you quality products that you're going to love and actually use every day. I love trying out new brands and products, and I especially love finding out about them through Cosbox because they are just some of the best brands. They're giving back and they're just trying to make the world better. Um, What I love again about Cosbox is that it comes with a magazine in every box, which is really cute. And it tells you the story and mission behind each product in the box. I'm going to go through very quickly what was in my last box because you guys will be very impressed. So I got a reparative eye cream, a calm mood mist. This stuff is so freaking relaxing. My personal fave, the bento boxes. You guys know. got the prettiest necklace, um, a really cute little vegan leather purse and a sustainable grocery starter kit. Again, it's so fun because it just ships right to your door and you open it and it feels like you're giving yourself a huge bundle of gifts like Christmas, your birthday, all of it in one. The best part is that I, of course, got my listeners an exclusive discount. So you guys can go to cosbox.com slash I love you and use the code I love you to get your first box for 30% off. So that just means that you guys get your first box that's worth more than $250 for less than $39 and free shipping. If you guys haven't gotten your cause box yet, go check it out right now before it sells out. I can tell you firsthand you're going to love it. Again, that is causebox.com slash I love you and use the code I love you to get your first box for 30% off. All right, guys, let's get back to the episode. Hey, TK. Hey, girl. Hey. What I was going to say just now to you is that it feels weird having you do a one minute bio, but I'm going to have you do a one minute bio. So let's. Oh, my God. That does feel so weird. Right. Oh my gosh. Okay. Well, I have to say, if you haven't listened to our previous episodes, Kenzie and I have done a lot of swaps because we are besties. So you should go listen to those first because I feel like it would be funny to see like the comparison from then till now. Yeah, I agree. But anyway, anyway, my name is Taylor King. I go by TK, I guess. (laughs) It just kind of happened when I did sports in high school and like coaches called me TK because it's easier. And there's inevitably a lot of tailors in the world. So it just kind of works. And then I started this thing on Instagram called TK's Juicy Polls. And it's basically all of these fun, juicy poll questions that I ask all about, like relationship stuff. I ask about sex. I ask about food. I ask about working out, like literally anything and everything. I'll put juicy polls on my Instagram story and people can vote in them. So that's kind of like, I guess, where I got my little like TK's Juicy Poll, TK's Juicy Pod name from. But I'm from Bloomington, Indiana. I moved out to LA to go to FITM, the Fashion Institute of Design and Merchandising. I studied digital media and digital cinema. Had a great time. Met Kenzie while I was at FITM. We became instant besties. Went to Maggiano's, bonded over passion planners. And now I, Kenzie actually introduced me to my current boss, who is the one and only Alicia Marie lifestyle goddess and queen goddess and <laughs> of the <queen>. YouTube <laughs> of the YouTube. She's like right next to me paying me to say that. No, I'm kidding. Um, <laughs> but yeah, she is now my boss. I'm like technically her videographer, editor, producer, whatever you want to call it. And I also help produce um, her podcast, Pretty Basic with Remy Cruz. And yeah, that's just kind of what I do, I guess. And I have my own podcast. Yeah, I was going to say you uh, missed out on the big part, but it's weird <laughs> yeah. to hear Remy Cruz like just straight up. I don't know why. I know. I literally sometimes will call her Remy Ashton because I literally forgot her last name's Cruz. I know, but she's in my phone as Cruz too. So like, I don't even, you know what I mean? It's just an odd. 
odd thing. I think she's in my phone as I think she's in my phone as Remy Cruz, actually. I was gonna say Miss Remy Ashton, but I think it's I think it's Remy Cruz. <laughs> Finally changed it. Okay. Um <laughs> yeah, so Taylor and I have been friends for what, four years now? Right? Yeah, four plus at least. Four plus. Yeah. Mm-hmm. OG. Because you were one of the first people. Yeah. One of the first. Um, we have a very heartwarming, heartfelt friendship journey that we share in a past episode, but we're not going to do that this time. This week, I wanted to do a fun BFF episode because I don't feel like any of us really are caring too much about um, like the informative podcast as much. I think we're kind of more yeah. down to chill. I saw. We I'm did over a, it. I'm over it right now. I am. Oh, wait. oh my gosh. I I'm like, speak. we get it. Drink your water. You have great skin. Like, I get it. Yeah, like I get it. And I'm just not on that vibe right now. And I will be on yeah. that vibe again. And I do love that stuff. <laughs> yeah. It's just right now, I like a more chill, entertaining, fun BFF episode. So we're doing a podcast swap. Agreed. We'll have an episode here and then an episode on TK's Juicy Pod or TK's Juicy with TK's Juicy Polls. Um, anyways, yeah. we're going to quickly go into hot seat. So TK, first question. Oh my God, I missed this. I know, right? It's like, wow, here we are. Okay, first question. What is your best purchase under $100 in the past six months? Oh my God. Okay, I've recently become, I feel like I'm late to the game because I was hesitant because sometimes I literally don't trust what influencers say to buy. (laughs) And I'm like, "Mm, I don't know about that, but it is set active. They're tops. Oh, they're so good. Lindsay's been on this podcast. They're awesome. Yeah, like I have not purchased their leggings yet. Oh, but I heard amazing things about the tops. And so I purchased a few and I was like, oh my gosh, I'm actually obsessed. You will love the bottoms because they're very really? sculpting. Yeah, they're so flattering. They like make your butt look big and your stomach look kind of flat. You will okay. be really into it. It's it's really like to- right up your alley. Okay, I need to buy because I love a juicy ass. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. You can get like a hot IG out of it, you know? Yeah, 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 no, yeah. I'm here for that. <laughs> okay, I've been two. running around the neighborhood and there's been this hot guy walking his dog. So hopefully oh, I run into him wearing wait. my set active. Do tell what's going on with that. Well, I can't really see much of his face because we're both wearing masks. <laughs> but, oh my God. A modern but his love dog's story. really cute and he's pretty hot. <laughs> maybe you should like get his number somehow. Oh my gosh. I no, know, no, no, no. I should Taylor, like, I have the what? best idea. You need to make a TikTok what? about this. Okay. Have you seen those TikToks that <laughs> yes. they're like across the roofs from each other and they go on a yes. first date? You need to do that. But with this running Wait. guy. Maybe I should. I'm. You're the only person I know who would actually follow through. So please do it. <laughs> See, I would do it for the content, baby content. <laughs> exactly. Content, baby content. Okay. Number two, what is your favorite current makeup essential or skincare? Because I know we're, you know, it's quarantine. Okay. I would say, oh gosh, I really don't want to be basic here, but I just purchased the Glossier Cloud Paint um blush and you know it really just popped off i was like okay influencers aren't lying this is great and also i just was sent i literally feel so cool for saying this because like i don't get sent much stuff but when i do it's like the coolest thing and i try to flex it and like sh- tell people that yeah, i got sent it. you just have to yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> and millie bravi brown's company florence, florence by yes. mills is literally so cool sent me her new highlighters and there's this one like really cool applicator where it's like instead of like you dipping your brush into like the palette you like squirt it out 
the okay, powder. I, I also got highlighter. those, but I haven't touched them yet. So I need to use No, you them. really need to try it. I've been really into the copper one. It makes it feel like I almost, you know, that like crispy burn slash tan, like when you go on vacation. Yeah, like on other people. Yeah. <laughs> I don't tan, guys. <laughs> like I live for, I live for that like crispy tan you know yeah. and it gives me that vibe and so i've been really loving like the bronzed color in the millie bobby brown florence by mills collection yeah. we love that vibe taylor i have laid out okay i will say i do always complain about how i never get tan but i will also say i literally never lay out okay but also True. i'm irish and my grandmother's name is maureen delaney and she has red hair what do you want from me people okay <laughs> so i the name on, literally i know i am on day four of laying out and there i have to say there was not much progress that had been made um i think my my shoulders have gotten more freckles which is cute i'm into that and cute. yesterday i noticed that i had a little a little something something like a little tan line I mean, oh my God, I love that for you. I think tan is a stretch. It's a little bit of like a pink versus white kind of thing. But like, who knows? What, like, that's a step in the right direction. No, but that's the crispiness that we love. OK, we love the crispiness. I'm feeling good about it. OK, um, number three, what is your current favorite book? I'm asking this only because I won't stop reading and it's actually just really embarrassing. Actually, it's not even embarrassing. I'm really proud of it. And I'm actually probably a little bit annoying about it. But anyways, next. Okay, well, I'm currently reading To Hell with Hustle, which like I feel like you've told me to read like eight years ago. Yeah, but I'm reading that right now and it's pretty good. I I don't know. I feel like it relaxes me. So I've been liking that. But one of my favorite books that I'm also reading right now is called Time Warrior. And it's just about like how you should manage your time well and how you can be effective with a short, short amount of time instead of like drawing things out the whole day. I, I really enjoy that one as well. Yeah, efficient. I like that. It's kind of the same thing. Okay. Something that we really need to cover, Taylor, but I felt okay. like this was the perfect time for you to come on my podcast because as <laughs> we know, I literally invented winter break flings back in yeah, my- you did. Back when I was like fun in like my fun and single days when I was just, you know, young and naive, you know, back in those days, this was what was this? No, this is like three winter breaks ago, right? I don't know. Who knows? So I just a long time ago. Yeah, I coined this term. Similarly enough, you know what? You, you know what I'm thinking about? I coined the term 307s and winter break flings. You, would, you really did. But you would not think it came from me. I am like the least 307 in winter break fling person. Okay, so so true. We'll go into 307s later because we get a lot of questions about that still. Um, yeah, I'm not as much of a part of a movement, but you know, I was there when it originated. I would say I'm you the really were. We're the co-founders. You really of called my ass out. <laughs> yeah, no, I really did. So corn <laughs> flings are the new thing. So winter break flings. Basically, you have a fling over winter break. You're home from college. You have a month at home. What else is there to do? You know, you can call up an old fling and meet a new fling, whatever that might be. You have a nice yeah, little winter break call, fling. You got to start it in thanks, Thanksgiving break is yes. when you start it. It's the And then you like game. get excited. You like text, Snapchat, like FaceTime a little. And then once you get to winter break fling, you like go in hard. Exactly. And I have always thought of Thanksgiving as just a pregame to Christmas anyways. So oh, it is. Yeah, it is. Exactly. It's translated. Black very Wednesday. Well. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So you have to have like your picks, if you will, in by like November 30th. And that's like kind of pushing it like you got to know where you're going. You have to have a little bit of like aim 
And then yeah. you have to kind of like, you can text whatever in between Thanksgiving break to winter break. Cause you have to, by the time you get back from winter break, you have to yeah. have that secured because sometimes you're only home for two weeks. So it's not like you have a this Snapchat streak is definitely developing from Thanksgiving break to winter break. Exactly. We should have actually filmed like an infomercial style video on how to do this. Like Casey well, Neistat that? over the table shots, like diagrams. There's literally, I've been, I've thought about doing that for 307 because there's that one, what is it? The, it's like the hot girl matrix. Have you oh, seen have, that video? No, I seen that. Oh my gosh. It's literally the funniest video ever. You guys have to look it up. I think, I think that's the name of it, but basically it's this guy that talks about you know, how to find the perfect girl. And it's like this unicorn girl. And he's like basically making fun of girls. And he was like, basically, he just like makes fun of it. It's like the funniest thing ever. And he has like levels and everything. And I want to do that with 307s and with like the type of guys that we like, because it literally is a real thing. No, it is actually so real. Also, and it needs need an to- infomercial. No, it needs an infomercial. And it just also just for organization purposes, just to kind of get the point across in a quicker way, more efficient. I feel like that would be helpful for everyone's time. But yeah, anyway, there will be graphs. Yeah, there will be graphs. Exactly. So anyways, basically, by the time you get to winter break, obviously, you have to secure your winter break fling. By the end of winter break, sorry, ta-ta, we're done. We're through. This is yeah. a winter break fling. Thank you, next. Nothing more, nothing less. Thank you, next. So anyways, the new thing is corn flings, okay? Quarantine <laughs> flings, if you will. Um, so we've gone from winter break flings to quarantine flings. We're in a new chapter, out with the old and with the new. And Love I thought- it. Who better to ask about corn flings than the reigning winter break fling <laughs> champion, TK. So would love for you to elaborate on this. Also, before you even elaborate, I have one more thing to say. Similarly okay. enough, I can just really go off on that. You know, okay, Christmas, when let's say uh-huh. like your ex hits you up and they're like, Merry yeah. Christmas. It's like just an excuse to check in on you. Like they talk always to you. do, yeah. They always do. I mean, like how many unwarranted Merry Christmas texts do you get every year? Too many. They love when it's your birthday. They oh. love when there's a holiday. Oh, yeah. any, any excuse to text you. Any, any occasion, excuse. yeah. Yeah. So the new version of the quote unquote Christmas check-in text is now the quarantine Quarant- check-in. Yeah. So that's what's happening. And that's how a lot hey, of these are forming, how are you doing? Hey, how are uh-huh. you doing? Just checking in. Like, that's it. Blah, 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 Wanted blah. to see if you're okay. Heard you're all by yourself. Like, yeah. blah, 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 blah. Yeah. <laughs> Literally. Okay. So anyways, please elaborate on corn flings. Like, how your journey is going. How you're currently feeling about the situation. Like, highs, lows. We want to hear it all. Okay. Well, I will say, I wish I was ballsy enough to like go in like the call her daddy, like girls are, or even Tanya Rad. Like, I feel like they get so specific with the guys and I'm just not at that level yet. Maybe mm-hmm. it's because I'm a little embarrassed about the guys that I'm talking to, but you know, it's fine. It's okay. <laughs> also, I think we're honestly both vague, so it's okay. Yeah. Anyway, but I will tell you, you know, what, how to, how to approach a corn flang. Okay. So basically... I feel like corn fling, the perfect corn fling is someone that you've thought about before. So it's Mm -hmm. not like someone necessarily new. It's like someone that's maybe you've had your eye on for a while. And, you know, this is the time to talk to them because there's no better time to. And you're like, you know what? I may. Yeah. It's like I may as well kind of pursue this because I've thought about it. And, you know, YOLO. If you think you're beaten, you are. You just got to go for it. (laughs) So I highly recommend having a roster. You need to have like, you need to have a starting five and then a six man. 
Got so it. this is very important. So like you have your like top three players, you know, the bottom two. And then the sixth man's very important because it's inevitable that one of like maybe even one of the three players in the starting five are going to screw you over or like make you mad or you're going to kind of catch feelings and you have to like be ready to bring in that sixth man. Do you think it's so, important to not catch like actual real feelings during the corn fling? I don't think it's like I'm not here for one of those people I or I'm not one of those people that's like no don't do it like it because it definitely could happen and I think corn fl- corn flings are like a great start to a great relationship mm-hmm. but also I don't think you need to be like over the sixth man is so important because you can't be over analyzing like the top two or three when they piss you off because you don't want to be like because quarantine hours are like very long and like we don't know when they're going to end. So you don't want to be overanalyzing, like going back to like what you said, what you should have said, what you did wrong. Like you don't want to be thinking about that too much. So you want to be able to like bring in that six man. Understand when the time comes. You just have to have all of your bases covered. Yeah, exactly. I have a quick live poll for you to answer. OK. Do you think that more people are breaking up in quarantine or getting back with their ex? breaking up I agree yeah I think I've also seen a few get back with their ex I will say and I I thought it would take extreme circumstances for that to happen and it definitely did my nutritionist actually said at the beginning of this he was like saying how divorce lawyers are about to have like an incredible year because I mean it's just not normal to be with someone so much and to be with someone like at 24 hours of the day, like only have each other to talk to like, that's literally not normal at all. Like people always have things to do and people to see and jobs to go to and whatever. And you're like busy with kids and activities. And like when you're not like, it's inevitable that people will go crazy. So, and I think a lot of like marriages already are, there's like problems that people don't bring up because they're just like, oh, we're married, like we can get over it. So I think like quarantine is a time where people are like, oh crap, like this is actually bothering me and I can't run away from it. I also think, I mean, one, yes, what you said about how it's so not normal to spend this much time together. My dad even said like, I'm my dad's been married for how many years? And he's like, this is not normal. You don't even spend this much time with your spouse ever. Like, exactly. this is not normal. And then on top of that, so that's already a strain on relationships. On top of that, everyone is in this weird headspace this is like quote unquote unprecedented times i know that's such an annoying thing to say but it's like everyone's on edge everyone's on edge everyone's reacting and dealing with this differently so like it's a people are putting a lot of pressure on things that don't need to have pressure on them and people are ready to like pop you know what i mean like there's a bunch of things that are bothering them they're trying to act like it's not bothering them and like maybe that one little thing that your spouse or significant other does that like pisses you off and that makes you pop and it's you know, it's just causing a lot of problems. So I think it's very normal to like go through a tough season with your significant other right now, to be honest. Yeah, I agree. Okay, moving on to 307s really quickly. I just had to quickly have us give a little updated. It's not even different. A little updated definition because there were some questions in the Facebook group on if we could go into what 307s were, which... Oh, would love to. We would love to. So this originated at church actually one night, right? I said this at church home. Oh, wait, who was with us? I don't even remember who was with us, but I was trying to explain Taylor's type of guy. And I was like, no, she, I, I, we were like like, with a group of friends and Kenzie was like explaining my type of guy to 
other people like the I, group of friends like austin hair someone and yeah. i was being so serious too and i was like no taylor's type of guy is he has um he has like eight photos on instagram from senior prom one with his mom his dog um sepia graduation. yeah literally i was like then um yeah sepia 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 tones whatever those are uh 307 instagram followers no more no less and i just like went on so specifically i wish i had the exact quote but i know kind of like a frat guy essentially is kind of what it would be finance vibes yeah finance vibes for sure not creative not creative at all that wasn't that was important no if you're oh it's important to taylor that your instagram not be creative it can't be no like i do i really dislike like when guys are taking selfies or like yeah i just want like pics with the boys like yeah the normal average joe instagram that's like what the the kind of guy i like she wants the quote-unquote guys guy yes you know Okay, everyone, I have something that is going to change your life and you guys can thank me later, but I'm sure all of us are dreading the grocery store right now. It's overwhelming. It's overpicked by the time we muster up the courage, put on our masks and just kind of deal with the anxiety of even going out in the world right now. Um, we get to the grocery store and it's overpicked and you just can't, it's crowded. Like you just, it's just not, not ideal. It's not my vibe right now. And I'm really trying to avoid it, but I also really care about eating really healthy meals. So Sakara has been my absolute best friend. I had my meals delivered to my house last week, breakfast, lunch, and dinner for three days in a row. Can you believe that? I literally opened up a package. All of my meals were there ready. I didn't even have to cook nothing. And they were just sitting in my fridge ready for me to eat them. It was actually the most incredible thing that's ever happened to me. And it just honestly, one, it helped with my routine. I just went downstairs, picked up my lunch. It was ready to go. And it was really, really healthy and so freaking good. So Sakara is a nutrition company that believes wellness begins with what you eat. Their signature nutrition program brings the transformational power of plant nutrition to your home in the form of fresh, plant-rich, ready-to-eat meals. Made with organic ingredients and powerful superfoods, each meal is expertly designed to boost immunity, improve energy, support gut health and digestion, and get skin glowing. We love glowing skin, people. From hearty salads and nutrition-dense granolas to savory flatbreads and the seasonal fruit parfaits, their ever-changing menu of creative, chef-crafted meals makes clean eating delicious. All of Sakara's meals are 100% plant-based, gluten-free, dairy-free, and non-GMO. In addition to their delicious meals, Sakara also offers daily essentials like supplements and herbal teas to complete your wellness routine and support overall health and vitality. To boost immunity, try their best-selling daily probiotic blend or detox water drops with pure chlorophyll. So guys, I don't know what else you want besides really healthy meals literally delivered to your door. And right now, Sakara is offering our listeners 20% off their order when they go to sakara.com slash I love you or enter code I love you at checkout. Again, that is sakara.com S-A-K-A-R-A.com slash I love you to get 20% off your order. Again, that is Sakara, S-A-K-A-R-A.com slash I love you to get 20% off your order. Sakara.com slash I love you. All right, guys, let's get into the episode. So that's what a 307 is. I'm sure a lot of you guys have the same type. It's kind of become a movement that Taylor has really beautifully taken on. There's an Instagram... (laughs) Should I explain it a little bit more? Yes, please. Because I don't know why I butchered my own quote, but I killed it the first time. No, it's okay. So I feel like the best way to elaborate more on this is it's the guy that has, 
he obviously has it's like hypothetical like people people think like wait he ha- actually has to have 307 or less followers i'm like no 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 no. like that would actually be a little bit strange okay i didn't know people actually took that seriously <laughs> no like i'm go- i'm like a good like 1200 is great like yeah, i want like, you to have fine. friends but like uh, it's like hypothetically has 307 or less followers but it, he only posts photos like one with the boys one with a mom from maybe mother's day one from graduation like he only Ranging has like from excuses. 2012 on yeah, like maybe he's like holding a fish in a photo. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. There's fairies too. Or, yeah. <laughs> or maybe he's like, you know, just finished playing a pickup game of basketball during quarantine with his boys and like wanted to take a photo. Like that's the type of vibe. And like he probably studied like finance or like pre-med or something of that nature, like business in college. Like that's what he was majoring in. Most likely was in a frat, um, probably enjoys Bud Light. You know what I mean? Like things like that, I feel like are very 307. That's the vibe. So basically he went to like, he rushed out of Southern school. As well, like, not necessarily. No, actually not, not necessarily. No, like IU and stuff. But I'm just thinking about yeah. everyone near me. That's literally 95% of the guys near me i think that's why it's so funny and like so many people get it because there are so many 307s in the world just none of them are in la yeah so taylor's on the search that's why she like loves the bungalow like she's got to hang in (laughs) santa monica because that's where seriously that's where they all are Mm -hmm. that's why i love that's why actually honestly all the influencer people I feel like understand what I'm talking about when I say it and they think it's so funny and like that's why it's become this like big thing in term because like girls just get it because in LA like so many guys are like I mean there are great guys in LA don't get me wrong but there's also a lot of like douchey guys like hype beasts like trying to like get with you to like get followers like there's just a lot of people like that in general in LA so I think the term 307 is just so funny to all of us because we all know that like guys guy that doesn't give a crap about Instagram and it's so hard to find in LA here's the thing there's just obviously a lot more people so there's a lot more just you know crazy kind of people out there but also things are in LA are more intense so the good is even better and the bad is even worse. So the guys there that would normally just be like, oh, that guy sucks, like don't date him, whatever, in your hometown, it's that but times 10 in LA. Like that is how I would describe it. An important thing about 307s is that they at least played a sport in college or in um, high school. They like yes. at least played a sport. And they if they don't play a sport in college, they probably play in the, on the intramural teams. <laughs> on the intramural teams. We love that. We love that for them. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Quickly, I wanted to just go a little bit into your routine. Currently, um, just this quarantine, not that we have to get like too crazy, crazy into quarantine lifestyle, even though I feel like we've already talked about it so much. Um, but just naturally, that's what's happening and we're catching up. So I know you mentioned that you're not being like as strict with work just because obviously you have more time, but would love to hear what it's been like for you. Like what's your day to day? What do you do in the mornings? When do you work out? All that stuff. So I actually moved in with my boss and her sister and then their roommate, Taryn, who's also their really good friend. And I moved into the house like right when quarantine started. And honestly, we thought it was going to be like literally two weeks or like three weeks. And now it's been like 50 plus days. And it's been quite the adjustment. It's actually been 
really awesome. I was just telling Kenzie how grateful I am to be with people because I am such an extrovert. If I were by myself in my apartment right now, I would be going crazy. So I empathize with those of you that are by yourself right now. I mean, listen to podcasts. That's what I would do, to be honest. Anyway, um, yeah, my morning routine or my whole routine actually is almost every day or six, six times out of the week. I try and work out in the morning. I've recently started running a lot because we don't really have like we ordered a Peloton, but it's not getting here till like the end of May, which is like pretty much when quarantine is going to be over, we think. Mm-hmm. So um, I've been running a lot, which has been really awful, but also awesome because like running sucks because it's it's so hard. But once you get in the groove, it's like so rewarding. Um, so I've been doing that every morning and then after I will eat breakfast, I take a shower and then I get ready for the day. And then we usually, you know, get, get started with work. So whether that's filming, whether that's sending emailing and dealing with like pretty basic or setting up for pretty basic. I mean, I feel like we're, we're doing a million things at a time or, you know, getting photos, doing, working with brands, whatever the case is, we do that from about, I would say our schedule, like typically I get here from 10 to six, but since I live here, I feel like we're starting at like 11 and we end at six just because we're being a little bit more lax since quarantine hours are very long (laughs) and they're, you know, they're tough. It's not normal and we need a little extra time to take care of ourselves. So We've been doing that every day. We've actually been having like lunch together and we have I have a lunch schedule. So like on Mondays, Taryn cooks. On Tuesdays, I cook. On Wednesdays, we order usually from like a local restaurant, which is fun because we want to support. On Thursdays, um, Alicia cooks. And then on Friday, Ash cooks. So it's been fun to like come together at lunch when everyone's working, running around like chickens with our heads cut off. And then we come together. We talk about our highs and lows. Like it's very... That's cute. Um... It, yeah, it's it seems like stupid, but it really I feel like those like talks at lunch and then at dinner really keep are keeping us sane. And I feel like I don't know about anyone else, but like we've been really making some good recipes in the kitchen. It's been really fun Same. to experiment yep. with cooking. So we've been doing that. And then um, when we wrap it up at six, I feel like we... I mean, I feel like a lot of times I'll have like a podcast or something right at like 630 to record, whether I'm recording with someone or I'm on someone's. But other than that, well, sometimes I use that time since my work hours end at six. Sometimes afterwards, I'll like edit a vlog or, you know, take a photo or whatever the case may be. But our my roommates have been really into Mario Party. So they've been playing that game a lot. That's fun. I can't get as into it. And maybe it's just because I didn't play it when I was younger. So like, I'm not it. as crazy about it but um i've been really obsessed with the jordan documentary so i've been watching that and all american so yeah i've just been watching i usually like facetime 80 million people a day too so i I do that your facetime to call to answer whatever ratio that might be is better than anyone's mine is i know i'm actually do love facetime I just never have my phone on me. It's always in the other room. So Taylor FaceTimes me and I never answer probably once a day. I'm literally the worst. I but always I did call you yesterday people. and you didn't answer. So I felt pretty good about myself. I know. I know. That's I know. A, that's but different. I called you back. I called oh, you back. I didn't see that. <laughs> um, yeah. But <laughs> about that. So yeah, I, I'm always FaceTiming people. Always have to make time to FaceTime the corn flanks. You know? Exactly. That That's crucial. 
Yeah, that's definitely a crucial part. And honestly, that's the only reason why I'm getting ready in the morning is to like be for the, the late night FaceTime with a corn fling. Yeah. You know, when you're like you have a full face of makeup on, you're like waiting someone to snap you back and you're like, should I do my skincare routine or like, should I leave my makeup on still? Taylor, you know, I haven't had a Snapchat. I suffer that a lot. <laughs> I suffered that a lot. <laughs> I haven't actively, I think, regularly used Snapchat in like three or four years. No, the only reason why I'm using Snapchat is, is for corn flings. <laughs> well, okay. One, it also makes sense because of who the flings would be. But two, now that I think about it, I have Snapchat. The only people I would Snapchat are 307s. And like, I keep yeah. it just to Snapchat, basically. I don't know what it is about 307s, but they just love Snapchat. So I'm like, fine, like, I'll, I'll use it, you know? I think it's I, because I it's will like say, a college thing. You know what I will say is I love how you don't really have to keep a conversation going. Like you don't have to be like, so how was your day? Or like, you don't have to be like, it's, you know, texting. Like, I feel like I don't text people like long things. Like I'm such a FaceTimer or like, I guess a snapper now, but like Snapchatting, you can literally just like, if you look gross, you can just like Snapchat your food and like, you don't have to say anything, but like, you're still talking to them. You know what I mean? I I see that. That makes sense. Cause you don't have to worry with the text to like, make sure you get a reply back. Exactly. Yeah. And you, you don't have to like think of something clever. And like I was talking to my brother the other day, which I feel like he gives great guy advice because he is a 307. But he was talking about how he was I was like, what should I say to this guy? And he was like, oh, well, he was like not something too clever because they'll then they'll have to think of something more <laughs> clever back. And I was like, wait, what? I was like, are you serious? And he was like, yeah. And I was like, whoa, that's such a good point. Like. I never thought of what like the guy has to think about saying something back. You know what I mean? That is, I actually love that he said that. I would have never thought about that either, but that's so yeah. true because they he don't want to like, do no, that. That's cl-. He was like, no, that's too clever because then he'll have to think of something even clever back. And I was like, oh my gosh, you're right. If you think about it, it's kind of overwhelming for them. So like, keep it simple, people. Keep it simple, also, people. one thing I forgot to mention about 307s, which this is just the Lord Honestly, this is such a God thing. Three plus seven people. What does that equal? Ten. Yep. Yeah. A ten. There we go. That's actually. And that is why. Then that is why it is 307 and not 306. <laughs> that, wait, what was the no version of that? Didn't, did, didn't someone else make it or something? Oh, 307 girls. Yeah. Wasn't there like a. I made another account just so I have it. <laughs> Okay, genius. I was like, I don't even remember anything about this. But yeah, I really want to get back on my Instagram 307 game because like I feel like it was really good and I've been slacking and I feel like it could be like a really good account. I just need to like get my shit on it. Yeah, no, I think it would actually be really um, an incredible thing for you to focus your time on in quarantine. We're all talking about what we're working on in quarantine. And you're I think so right. Important. I that's could give like advice. You could definitely. Yeah, you're right. Speaking of what we're working on, um, TK and I were on FaceTime earlier, as we um, often do, because I'm trying to get better at FaceTime. Um, and we were talking <laughs> about what we're working on. And I actually really wanted you to talk about this because I felt like this was a really good topic um and while it may not sound as relatable i guess like specifically to every single person i think that everyone can relate to what you're saying um just about like consistency with vlogs and accepting yourself just to jog your memory yeah um so i would love for you to elaborate on that because i feel like it's very relatable and we all feel that okay well i feel like there's a few things i'm i'm really strange because i feel like 
with friendships and with relationships and things like that, like the important stuff, I am like amazing at being consistent and like showing up for people and whatever the case may be. But when it comes to uploading my damn vlogs, <laughs> I am so horrible at being consistent. I mean, even with podcasting sometimes, like when someone's on my ass about stuff, I will be the most consistent person. Like I will show up and do the job, but it is hard for me sometimes to like be consistent with uploading things. I don't know why. It's just, I feel like I'm like, no one's, no one's waiting for it. So like, I don't have to, I don't know if that's the case or what, but it has always been a struggle for me to upload consistently on YouTube. It's always been a dream of mine to like upload consistently on YouTube because I just love making videos and this quarantine, I've really tried to make that a priority, even with expanding the whole consistency theme. I've really been trying to like wake up, like make my routine a legit consistent routine, like wake up, work out for a minimum an hour, like cardio for a minimum an hour, no question. Or like be consistent with my eating habits. Like if you're going to this nutritionist, you need to follow it to a T and be consistent with that if you want to get the results you want, whatever. So um, with vlogs, I've been trying to be super consistent with just uploading regularly, like not waiting a year to upload, <laughs> which I have done in the past and I'm guilty of. So, but I really like, as Kenzie said, that this is quarantine is the time for realizing things. I've really realized. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I've really realized that I, the reason why I, I struggle so much with uploading on YouTube is because I'm so hard on myself. And what I mean by that is I really struggle with editing myself and it's funny because I'm like, I hate editing, but it's like, do I hate editing? Because like editing's a huge part of my job. And I, all the time I'm like, I hate editing. Like I do it all day for school. I do it all day for work. Like I don't want to edit my own stuff. And the reason is because I don't like looking at myself. Like I don't like watching my double chins. I don't like watching my acne. Like I just, I don't, I pick myself apart. And I don't know if that's just a me thing. I don't know if that's a girl thing. I don't know if that's just me being insecure and like not getting over it. Like I don't know what it is, but I love the filming process. Like it's so fun for me. I love being on camera. I love being talkative. I love like connecting with people and I love uploading and talking to people. I just editing is such a challenge for me because it's crazy. Like looking at yourself for an hour, I'm like, Oh my God, how do people do this? <laughs> so do you, I don't know if you want to ask me like questions about it. I can go more into it. No, but I that's think... like a huge thing I've been struggling and trying to work on and like accepting myself. Yeah, no, I had never even heard you say that until today. And literally for the past four years, like I've always heard the, I edit all day for school. I edit all day for work. And I would have never guessed, like I would have never even, that wouldn't have come to my mind, especially with you. Cause you are like a very confident person, but I think. I know. And it's weird because like, I truly am. Like I don't. I, I understand hate, that though. You can be really I, confident and then still there's still, I don't know. I and I it may be like also part of me since I am a type three on the Enneagram like maybe I'm like this just isn't perfect like I know I can do better so maybe that's part of it 
And me acting like I don't know what it is. Like, I know that's part of it. (laughs) Me being like, this can be better. Like, I can be in better shape. You know, I can like get my skin better. Like, literally, these are things that go through my head. I'm like, oh, when I lose 10 pounds, like, then I'll like boom on YouTube and like vlog and upload. Or like, when I have perfect skin, like, that's when I will have my time to shine. Like, I literally think like that, which is horrible because... The best part, like my favorite vloggers and my favorite influencers are the people that share like through the struggle. Like I want, I want to know like what you're doing to lose weight or like if you're trying to lose weight, like I want to go through the process instead of just seeing the final result. Or even like, I want to see, like, I love how Summer McKean like is sharing her acne journey because I'm like, Mm -hmm. oh my God, I can relate to that. But I would never have the balls to like show when my acne was really bad because I was like, oh, people won't like me, blah, 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 blah. When it actually, it's way more refreshing when someone shows the whole process because people can, that's like what only people relate to. Like people don't relate to when you only have perfect skin. Yeah. I think it's just kind of the concept of like, you have to stop waiting for perfect. And like, I can sit here and tell you like, oh my gosh, Taylor, you're beautiful. You're all these things, but that only really matters if you believe them. So yeah. On top of that, though, it's this idea. I think people when with starting anything like any passion project, anything they want to do the I always say, especially with the YouTube channel, the hardest part is actually starting and then it's staying consistent. But also when there's so many layers on top of it, like that is so much harder. And YouTube is just a different thing because like you're putting yourself on camera. Like I feel like I got really lucky starting at 15, 16, just because I was, I didn't really, like, I was naive. You know what I mean? Like, I wasn't really, like, sitting there thinking about this. Like, if I had started a few years later, I'm sure I would be, feel exactly that way because I would have been way more aware of maybe myself, maybe what other people around me, like, whatever that might be. I think it's just, like, the whole, you have to stop waiting for perfect, you know? Exactly. And, like, What's really cool so far about me uploading is that I like one of the first couple of vlogs I uploaded, I it was so hard for me to edit. Like I literally broke down crying one day because I was like, guys, I don't know what to do. Like I hate editing myself. Like I can't do this. Like blah, 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 blah. And like my roommates hyped me up, but it was cool because I ended up posting the video where like I didn't have makeup or and I was like insecure about whatever. And like, so no one ever commented anything about what I was insecure about. And if anything, like people were like, holy cow, she's so pretty without makeup, like blah, 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 blah. like things that I never in a gazillion years would ever expect people to say. And, and they were like, um, and people were like commenting about like me and my personality and like things that actually like, are the things that I should matter about the most. And it was so fresh, refreshing to see like, whoa, like I can maybe actually do this. So I feel like quarantine is like my time to like really like focus on loving myself and like having the confidence to edit and upload what Mm -hmm. I'm creating because I'm a damn good filmmaker. (laughs) No. And you're also one. I mean, you're also like hot. Like we talk like, so it's just like, not that that's what matters the most but I understand it's like everyone has insecurities kind of going back to what you were saying about the relatability we were talking about this earlier even off like recording when I was like when you lose especially on YouTube like when you lose your relatability like that's kind of the whole point so yeah when someone loses their relatability it really hurts like I look like I admire Brooke so much for how like open she is online and how candid she is with things and I was joking like recently talking to her and I'm like she kind of like paved our way 
through kind of being that open as adults because I feel like a lot of us were I think I was way more open when I was younger and then we went through this weird phase where it was kind of like a little bit more closed off and then Brooke went through the whole like nine to five quitting first like she went through everything first because she's just a little bit older and or a year above me or whatever and so it's like I feel like she's kind of like paved that way but that's something I love so much about her and she's like my favorite vlogger also on top of being my favorite person even like today I was literally just FaceTiming her and I was saying how much I love when she like bitches about guys like on her stories or like tweets or whatever like how she's sad or like how she's crying or how she's like thinks she's going crazy because I'm like that is literally how I was feeling yesterday Mm -hmm. and I'm like like I I love how she's so open about that because I'm like that makes every girl feel like they're less crazy because like every person is experiencing that because a lot of times guys are douche douchey yeah (laughs) and they make us feel crazy yeah no so I love even especially with that subject I've really appreciated her for because she's just so open about you know feeling like feeling like it sucks when someone doesn't reply and you have no idea why. And then you overanalyze, you know, what you did or whatever the case is. Like she's so open about it. And I feel like if I love her doing that so much, like why am I not doing that mm-hmm. about, you know, why am I not sharing what like is bothering me and whatever? Because like, I know it'll help someone hopefully. I think it's just also opening up to people in general and then you feel like you're less crazy. And then being able to do that on the internet with a platform, obviously you can do that for so many more people than just your immediate like 10 to 15 friend kind of circle, you know? So it's like Completely. you say this on the internet. And there are some things too that I'm like, I don't even know if I would have even thought to share or even thought to bring up with someone, but I saw someone else post about it. And I'm like, oh wait, yeah, I feel that way. I just didn't know anyone else in the world felt that way. And we're all yes. a little bit narcissistic in that way to where we really think that we're the only people who feel this or have gone through this or whatever. And it's like newsflash, there's like billions of people. Like we've all been exactly where you're at at some point, you know? Well, I feel like in every show and movie and just like growing up, like you're just told as the female to like, not be the crazy girl to never be crazy and like how dare us minimize like minimize us feeling crazy when a guy is actually such a douchebag yes and like you know is talking to you forever and then just ghosts you or whatever the case may be like I I don't know a, a exact example to give right now but I just feel like it's so nice for someone to explain like how they're actually feeling and we shouldn't minimize how we're feeling because most of the most of the time you feel crazy like you feeling crazy is super valid no it's so valid especially in cases like i think gaslighting is something that's so common now do you know what gaslighting is right okay i assume you don't know yeah okay yeah yeah so basically for people who haven't explain it though i was i was gonna say but explain it so gaslighting is essentially when someone does something to make you feel crazy or make you react crazy, but then convinces you that it was your fault. So let's say so shitty. it's so bad. It's like you are in an unhealthy, really. I mean, it happens in all different kinds of relationships. I'm kind of just going to go more on like a uh, romantic relationship, but let's say um, this guy is 
sliding into all these girls dms texting all these girls your boyfriend texting all these girls um liking all the photos on Instagram, like whatever it might be clearly clearly like cheating on you and then yeah. you verbalize that like you don't feel comfortable with that or you ask or whatever and then they somehow spin that around and make you feel like you're the crazy one so gaslighting is a really common thing nowadays how did that why first of all why is it called gaslighting i don't know i have no idea and how did that like become a thing? I don't know, but it's just become such a thing like in the past few years. I don't even know. I know because I remember from. seeing it and I had to look it up because I was like, what is this? But it's it is such a thing. It's so big. I can think of like multiple examples just off the top of my head, not even with me, just with friends where it's like that is the norm. But also it's the whole idea of like minimizing feelings and emotions. And then you like ball them all up. And it's like, you know, this is I mean. For sure, this can be like guys too. I think it's just a lot more common in girls. Um, you just don't deal or process with emotion, and then you're like 30 and underdeveloped emotionally, and like can't really survive the real world. So, that's but I think since like I, girls talk so much about guys, just like in their so- small circles, it's so nice for like influencers and creators to kind of open up about like their journey with finding their person and whatnot, like online. Because it, even though it's so hard, because like you know relationships are so hard to like talk about online but i so admire brooke for doing so because i feel like it makes so many people feel less crazy no i (laughs) including myself also a lot of people were just asking us for advice on just the topic of because in our last podcast i believe this is the last podcast episode we did together um i kind of went to taylor and i was having my you know i'm gonna be a senior in college next year this was last year um talk of like being so kind of all over the place and like actually kind of freak kind of having my like post-grad freak out a little bit early which i feel like you're everyone has it everyone has it and i feel like your post-grad freak out actually starts junior year but that's beside the point um and i just think in general so many people, I mean, including both ourselves, like are, are way more anxious during this time. Think I, across the board, a lot of us don't know where we're going, what we're doing. Like the world is kind of yeah. pause. It's a little bit rare to be able to have a job, but even more than that though, like I think so many things have been put on pause. So many things have been affected by this and there's just so much kind of anxiety around like fear of the future. So I wanted us to give a little pep talk, if you will. TK is a hype woman. So I'm going to let you take this away and then I'll um, I'll add on. But we know that this can be a really hard time for literally everyone. We're all in this together and we understand. And it just it can be the worst. Okay, this is really tough because I literally can't even imagine going through the post grad freak out during this time because not only do you not know what you're going to do, but no one else in the world knows what's going to happen. So I would just say, you know, I think a big thing that we all underestimate is trusting your gut. Like for me, when I didn't have a job secured when I, right when I graduated, but I knew in my gut that I had the ability and the integrity and the worth to have a great job and like be a great employee. And I knew that was going to serve me well at some point. And I knew the relationships that I had made in the past were going to help serve me well when I was going to get that future job, whether that would be working at a big company, a big, you know, finance, a local place, an influencer, whatever that is. 
I knew that I was going to be getting a great job just because of the person that I am. And I think that's something that you have to trust your gut. Like, am I a good person? Do I show up on time? Like little things that you wouldn't think matter that have happened in the past, like turning in your homework on time, showing up on time, um, being presentable, you know, going the extra mile to say hi, being outgoing. And you know what I mean? Whatever the case may be, like those things all add up and will serve you well in the future. And I think you just have to trust your gut. And I I always say it to my boss, but a dad quote, my, my dad drilled this into my brother and I's heads when we were younger. And it's the quote, if you think you're beaten, you are. And if you have in your head that you think you are beat, So if you think you're beat down, if you think you lost, then you are like the only person you can count on is yourself. Like, because you're going to be your only, if you don't believe in yourself, then no one else will root. No one else will root for you. So, um, I would just say, I guess take this time to pimp out your Instagram, pimp out your LinkedIn, like pimp out all the things. If you don't have a job secured, do all the right things and reach out, go the extra mile and, honestly, things will fall into place. (laughs) I know it sucks because everyone's like, everyone that quote, quote unquote has made it is like, don't worry, it'll all work out, sweetie. But like, truly it will. (laughs) I, I also think in a weird way, it's kind of, there's some sort of comfort to the fact that we're all kind of in this together. Um, and I don't completely know that I have a job. I don't mean to like loop myself in with that, but I mean like even bigger than post-grad, like we're all in this together. Anxiety, a lot of anxiety, the root of it is a a loss of control. So you can't control certain things. And uh, that I know for me, like I've realized I'm not controlling of other people, but I'm extremely controlling of my own life. So I have to have things done a certain way. I have to like have my routine. I have to have this. I've had to have that, that and whatever that might be. And it's been really helpful for me to kind of actually like almost lean into this in the way of, you know, I don't have control right now of these certain things, but what do I have control of and what can I do? And like, what can I use this time to actually like really benefit me? And that may not be starting a new passion project or whatever. And that might, that might be it. And that's amazing, but it could also be like working on myself, healing from something, dealing with this, like bettering certain relationships, even though that has to be like online, like whatever it might be. I keep thinking like God can do a lot more with your surrender than you can ever do on your own. So it's like when we're trying to control so many things, which is so much easier said than done when it's like in the case of jobs, but like we pray prayers and then we try to answer them for ourselves. And it's like, why are you praying? And then also trying to answer your own prayer. Like, Whoa, you should that's be, good. Yeah. So like you should, obviously it's like work hard. Like I'm not saying like sit down on your couch for weeks and do nothing and then expect like God to just handle it and give you this high paying job. No, like you need to have a work ethic. But also I think it's just kind of the understanding of like, just the surrender of I do not have control over this right now. And while that is so hard, it's better to like to have peace with that rather than keep wrestling it because like newsflash, like none of us are in control. And I think that's the hardest part for like so many of us that I've talked to, like myself, my friends, whatever. It's like, I just don't know what life is going to be like in a month. I don't know what this is, what's going to happen. And it's like, again, like God can do a lot more with your surrender than you can ever do on your own. Like you're going to get taken places further. I even think about like when we share this on uh, one of the episodes as well, but like Taylor getting her job, Taylor was so like, 
um kind of had like a little freak out whatever she was working really hard still like she was working different jobs going everywhere like working your butt off basically and behind closed doors basically alicia ended up making essentially making this position for taylor because taylor literally literally behind closed doors like taylor like proved herself valuable like there's there's two ends of this taylor was freaking out and worrying for so long and like what she didn't know is that there was this job that was literally her dream job that was being created for her. That's going to take her so much further and give her so much better. That like, had never been created before. Exactly. That had never it been, was created being before. created for me and it, all of the, thi- all of the skills that I had ever worked on or wanted to master were going to be used in this job that I never even could dream of like thinking about putting together. Exactly. So like, in the time where I'm talking to Taylor, because Taylor's a year above me, so I wasn't going through this yet. And in this time, I was like, Taylor, obviously, like, to me, it seems so obvious that everything is going to work out. And I was like, you're going to be fine. Like, you've done so well every, uh, with everything else. But it's also just because, like, I know Taylor and I know her work ethic. So on one end, it's like she was worrying and stressing out over something that ended up, like, literally not even just working out but being like a dream situation perfect perfect yeah and then on the other side like taylor just kept showing up in like showing her worth like proving her worth but she had no idea like she was just working for alicia randomly she had no idea that there was this is going to become a full-time job but i think it's just the combination of like giving up control of what you don't have control over and then what you do have control over like working really hard in whatever that might be yeah. I also think one of my, I think professors told me this at FITM. And I think I actually told Kenzie you this when I, we were doing the podcast, but one of the things I was told is also the fun is in not knowing. And I know it's like, so like, even as a three on the Enneagram, like it's crazy, like not knowing what, you know, what's going to be my next big step. And like, I feel like I'm always that person that's like, oh, here's my plan. Here's what I'm going to do. Blah, 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 blah. And as I get older, I realize my life is like already planned out for me. And I'm just like going through the motions and I can't plan everything. And, and once I let that go and I'm still trying to let it go, I'm, I'm definitely not even close to being perfect with that. But there is some aspect to it that the fun is in not knowing what's going to happen because wouldn't it kind of stink if we knew every little thing that's going to happen? Like nothing would be a surprise. Nothing would be fun. Nothing would be, holy cow, I can't believe I got this job. Like it would stink if I knew the job I was going to have in 50 years. No, I agree. I also was thinking about this earlier and just how I have this like weird part of me. I really like okay I look back at stretching times or even when I'm in the middle of it so I look back at like quote-unquote stretching times or things that sucked or things that were hard or whatever and I see like the fruit that came from that like what came out of that time of my life or how I grew and I'm like that's amazing obviously in the time it sucks but now I'm like so grateful for that right so now I'm almost excited like when I don't get my way with something because that just means like something better is coming or whatever that will be better yeah I'm like it's like this weird twisted part of me where I'm like, okay, I'm kind of miserable right now and I'm really mad, but I'm also like looking forward to what comes out of this. And like, that's obviously, I would say that's an 80% of me. Like that's obvious. There's always a part of you that's going to be like, oh my gosh, like this sucks and whatever, like the human yeah, side. Of course. But I'm also excited when I don't get my way. I think we need to also all get a lot better at kind of 
not getting our way and understanding like it it always ends up leading to something better even if you would have never picked it out it's going to be better for you i just think there's so many things in life that i've given up control over and it's always worked out that's so good and so i I love that i always think about that like I, I mean, like even the school ended up like there's I can give list off so many examples that I'm like, OK, I didn't want that. But I'm so glad that I didn't get what I wanted because that's not what I needed, you know, and like, even I now that now, like my prime example now is I low key. I don't get excited when guys break my heart because like obviously it sucks. But when a guy like kind of screws me over or, you know, isn't talking to me or like is pissing me off, whatever the case may be when they do screw me over i'm like low-key it like the tiniest ounce like of a bit excited because i'm like oh it's okay i know someone even better than i thought you were is like out there for me like i literally know that and i just like i think it's such a good way to live life to know like you know when something doesn't work out like it's for a reason and it'll serve you well in the future I think so much of that too comes from having like a peace and a confidence in yourself that comes from something so much bigger than yourself. So absolutely. It's, so it's like you not finding your worth like this. That's when it's shown of like you not finding your worth in your job or in um, like a certain friend or in a relationship or how much money you have or whatever. Like that's kind of where it shows. And it's like, can you can you be like a consistent, stable human being without these things, you know? And I think that's Completely. also important. It's healthy. Yeah. Wow. What an episode. Woohoo! I hope you guys liked it. Thank you for coming. Where can they find you? You can find me on Instagram at TK's Juicy Polls on my podcast at TK's Juicy Pod. My TikTok is the same as my Instagram and my vlogs are just Taylor King. You can search, but they're TK's Juicy Vlogs. Love it. Love you. We're also love recording so an episode. <laughs> love you so much. We're also recording an episode on her podcast as well. So I will have that linked below. Yay. Go listen. All right, guys. Hope you enjoyed this episode. I love you guys so much. Be sure to join our Facebook group, the Instagram, all that stuff. And I'll talk to you guys next week.